Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Instead We Made a Pod. I am MJ. I am joined by my lovely co-host. Adam, hello. How are we, MJ? I'm recovering from a cold that I caught on my first week back at work. I think Um, one of the pesky children gave it to me. We move. It'll be okay. I'll survive. (laughs) How are you, Adam? Yeah, good. I mean, look, I think January is a long month for everyone, but it's been so much fun getting back into national final season, getting back into the swing of things, really gearing up for Eurovision 2024. And obviously, from an Irish perspective, getting (laughs) our song entries this month has been so much fun. And just seeing such a, a great reaction to the entries. I know that Eurosong hasn't had the best reputation in the last couple of years in terms of diversity or kind of going outside the box. And I think credit to RT, they've absolutely smashed it this year. It's a really good time to be an Irish Eurovision fan. Yeah, I agree. It's quite surreal that Eurosong this year is one of the more credible national finals in terms of quality of songs. I uh, yeah. see the day. Yeah. <laughs> you told me that two years ago, I think I would have laughed you out of <laughs> out of house and home. But yeah, for Eurosong to be up there this year with one of my favourite national finals and one of my favourite national final songs, which we'll be getting to very shortly. It's been so great. I think, MJ, without further ado, we have someone to introduce to the podcast. Yes. For all of you listening, this is a bit different from the podcast episodes we normally do, where we rewatch previous years and talk about them, or where we sort of have started talking about the national finals as we've watched them. We have a special guest, and they're a very special guest, because they're actually a Eurosong entrant. So, hello, Ailsha. Hello, how are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> no problem. Excited to chat with you guys. Oh, absolutely buzzing to have you here, Ailsha. It's been a long time coming. For, for... <laughs> We've been back and forth on social media for a little while, and we'll get into that in a little while, but so great to have you on. So, Elsha, for anyone who doesn't kind of know you or your music or where you've come from, give yourself a a bit of an introduction, you know, your journey through kind of your career in music. Cool. So I'm from a musical family. My dad's a composer. My mom's a singer. And my older sister is a singer songwriter. And I grew up watching them and what they did. And each of them had their own genres. And then when I left school, I decided, no, I'm not going to work in music or do anything music related. I'm going to do makeup. So I worked as a makeup artist for a while. And then after that, I realized, no, I don't want to do makeup. I want to do music. And so I went to college and I studied music production for video games. And I started to work in that. And at the same time as that, I started to release music. So I started to release pop songs and I didn't really resonate with producing those. So I do a lot of the production myself then I get help like once the production gets to a certain stage. But yeah, I, I, do, I wasn't vibing with that kind of style myself. So at the start of 2023, I was like, I'm going to start releasing the music I've always wanted to release. And I started to write these heavier songs, like explosive rock kind of songs. And some of them have a bit of metal. And here we are the last year, just 
went reasonably well for my music and uh now I'm in the Eurosong final somehow. <laughs> Quite a bit of a roller coaster and for myself that was how I discovered you. I think as as a lot of people know I'm kind of one of the token emos of the Eurovision fan. <laughs> yes, we love to see it. <laughs> We're in short uh, supply. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's class. I discovered your song Sucker and absolutely fell in love with you and then realized you were Irish and I was like oh my god <laughs> and then I I kind of remember that's how our interactions really started from like fan to artist <laughs> pretty much <laughs> <instead of arguing. laughs> yeah because I, I remember you I think you were tweeting at me and you were like Elsha, please submit a song to Eurovision. Something like Sucker would go down in the arena, I think, is, is what you said. And, you know, with this song, Gotobin, that's gotten through to the national final, I did kind of follow a lot of the same formula for Sucker, you know, to your, your credit, you know, because I was like, I'm going to make something with that kind of explosive energy that's in Sucker. And Sucker was like a very monumental song for me because it was the first one of my songs, really, that started to kind of pick up attention. So, yeah, that's kind of... You had some influence. <laughs> His head's not going to be able to fit through the door. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, as well for you, he's going to be telling everyone that he had a hand in it. Yeah, I, it's the perfect pickup line in Euro Club in Malmo. I'll be like, I, I, did you know? <laughs> oh, no, it's a great crack, though. <laughs> So the song that you're performing in Eurosong and hoping to take to Eurovision is called Gutubben. Let's have a listen to a short clip. said you were really thinking about the same vibe as Sucker so something with that really kind of explosive energy mm. um but obviously Gatubin is also a really tongue-in-cheek song yeah. that's got a message to it as well what made you decide to go down that route lyrically for a song for your song that's a really good question I think for me I was always kind of drawn when I watch Eurovision with my family every year I'm kind of drawn to like the crazy actor the ones that kind of play off humor you know like Karia's cha-cha-cha he just looked menacing you know and like a lot of it and just the fact that it's totally unhinged and I just thought what would I what kind of performance would I like to do at Eurovision and for me it's something in that kind of vein I wanted to create something that had the kind of Irish element to it because I haven't really seen it in recent years at Eurovision like the Irish language I mean I think there's it's only one entry that was ever submitted yeah. Um, yeah. and that was in like the 70s and so I was like you know it's a shame because we have all these little nuggets in our language like Gutobin which means suddenly that you know a lot of Irish people were forced to put into every single essay they ever wrote in school in Irish my dad in his composer work he he does a lot of 
you know, like he, he puts the Ilan pipes with an orchestra and that kind of thing. And I was like, I'd love to have an element of that kind of influence that's been so big in my life and mix it with my new rock sound, basically. So it was a mishmash of all these kind of influences that I've gathered over my life. And I just wanted to make something that was super fun and a lot of crack for people to listen to. Yeah, and I think we've seen that come through with the reaction to the song and the Euro fans have absolutely taken to Gatubbin. I've seen it on a lot of people's kind of overall top fives of their songs in every national final. I know for myself, one of my really good friends, big shout out to Leo, he lives over in England and I've been teaching him Guelga, like the stuff in the song. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. He's still struggling with Cahar, but we'll get there. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, Cahar's the hardest in one to, one to eight, isn't it? Not, <laughs> yeah. not even to 10. Yeah. I've seen kind of a really positive spin on things. And, and for myself, I think I love the language that's being used in Gatubbin because I kind of feel like it represents me. I, I'm a person that when I left school, my Gwelga left me and the, the kind of the stuff that you're using in Gatubbin is really the only Irish that I remember. Mm. But not sure if you've seen, but there, there's kind of a small sect of maybe more Irish or like Gwelga purists who have said that it doesn't take the Irish language seriously. How would you respond to people who maybe have a more traditional point of view of how Gwelga should be represented? That's a really good question. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure how to answer that. I guess with Gatubbin, I'm writing from my own experience, having learned Irish in a conversational way in West Kerry with the next door neighbor. That's that's how I learned. And I grew up to actually be awarded the Fáinne badge in school to then gradually for my Irish to fade away. And then just collectively, you know, just chatting with friends, family and just seeing, you know, what what Irish like phrases do you remember? Oh, it's this or like, you know, it's like, can I go to the toilet or it's suddenly or whatever. And that's kind of just what I based it off. But yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. I yeah. think for me, I kind of always say that I view it as it's modernized Guelga. You know, I think we don't always need to hear Guelga song in a ballad. You know what I mean? I think this is, yeah. this is different compared to anything I've seen the Irish language represented in. And I think that's why I found it so refreshing. And I think that's the case for so many people out there. Obviously, it's it's reflective in how well the song has been doing. And yeah. I think that leads me on to you released the song Tuesday of last week. So Gatubin has been out for six days, three days on streaming, but it's been out for six days kind of to the collectively. Fan. Yeah. The reaction was absolutely massive on the Tuesday and it seems to have only grown and grown. What's it been like for you to be involved with the fandom? Because your fan interaction seems to be kind of top tier. You seem to have really jumped into the fandom online and how have you found being kind of part of the Eurovision fandom for the last week? It's been great crack. I, and, you know, it's something I was so, so nervous about the song airing for the first time. And, you know, I was like, oh, God, what's the reaction going to be? Everyone's going to hate it. And I was like, just terrified of the onslaught. But it's been the total opposite. Katobin, it has that serious under message, like under underlying message about the Irish language. But it is good crack and it's chaos and I think people can kind of read that that's the kind of person I am so I think everyone's been kind of just playing off the easygoingness of it and it's just been great fun to interact with everyone but it's been insane it's, it's something I just wouldn't have expected 
And what is it like going from that adjustment to having kind of a loyal, dedicated fan base, people who have discovered your music and like it because they like that genre and they've kind of like gone to your gigs and things like that, to seeing people from all over the world who have discovered you because they obsessively follow this song contest that happens once a year. Um, I mean, what's like, the adjustment being like that? Honestly, I, I can't even answer that. Like, it's just been so insane, like seeing, you know, there's people making fan art of me. <laughs> people are, are making fan pages of me. Like there's a, a, a fan page. I can't remember what it's called, but it's called like Gotobin or, or something. And it's just for the song. It's not even my name there. It's just Gotobin something. It's just amazing. I haven't adjusted. I'm just like, what is happening? How did I get here? You know, <laughs> I'm living for it. I'm absolutely here for it. It's great crack. Have you maybe noticed a difference in with all of your previous work that people are viewing it as uh, a song and it's it's just something to listen to and like if they like it they like it if they don't they don't versus people viewing your song in a competitive sense where like you'll hear people say like oh this isn't for me but I think this is the best option for Ireland or do you have you found that there's a difference in kind of your feelings to the reactions of the song because it's it's a competitive kind of entry rather than just a song release I think I I mentally prepared myself for the fact that this is a competition you know and that that people were going to have opinions and I mashed so many different ideas into one song that I wasn't expecting you know like everyone to be like oh amazing I'm definitely definitely delighted with the reception that it's received I think I just I really geared myself up to be prepared for criticism with this and what I know personally is that I wrote something that I had so much fun making and if that can bring the crack to other people then I'm delighted so you know that's kind of my point of view about it most definitely has all of us at Phoenix are so obsessed with it we're going to a Eurovision event next month in Manchester, a club night, and you best believe I will be. <laughs> play. We'll start a mosh pit in Manchester. Yeah. Oh, please do. An Irish dancing mosh pit. Also, <laughs> then, do you kind of, do you have anything, and I know you can't say a lot, and we totally get it, but is there absolutely anything you can tell us about Eurosong and what we can expect to see on the 26th of January? So what I am hoping to deliver at this performance at Eurosong is a theme that complements the song, which we feel is solid. We've gone back and forth between a number of ideas, but we're set on this one. There's going to be some nice colours. I'll leave it up to you guys to figure out which colors. <laughs> um, and uh, possibly gas. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to just do our best within our limits to make it as like crazy and fun as we possibly can. We're just going to give it our absolute best shot and just make sure that we're having fun while we're doing it is, is the main thing. And we just hope that that's going to come across. I'm sure it will. And obviously the difference between the stage on the Late Late Show for Eurosong and the difference between the Malmö Arena is huge. You did say that when you were 
writing the tub and you were thinking about the kind of performance you'd want to do yes I've thought that far ahead but when you think about you should you win Euro song going to Eurovision is there anything that you really want to be able to do on a Eurovision stage you know one of the jokes we had in the studio when Gatubin was being produced was that middle eight the the can I go to the toilet bit we did have Eurovision in mind there and we were like God, wouldn't it be amazing if we had rows of pink toilets on risers that like went up and exploded with pink fire and like pyro everywhere and explosions on the screens of Celtic Triscals and Celtic knots. There's all these crazy ideas that would go so well with Gatobin. So yeah, definitely I think part of how chaotic the song is, it was kind of designed for the Eurovision stage. But for the national final... I'm just really hoping that we can get across a little sprinkle of what we could do were it to get through. Because, yeah, there's just so, so many ideas there for the national final. We've had to scale back those ideas and focus on making them just really solid that they get through, you know, to the audience. But I hope that it goes well and that people enjoy it. I think, yeah, it's been very funny. There's been a, a running joke because you know yourself, Gatubin is it's already like my favourite song of the year. Go and represent Ireland. There's already been a <laughs> group that I'll be standing in the arena openly weeping to a woman asking to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I can already picture all of your screaming on the It's going to be such you know I think just the next few weeks even it's just going to be such a fun ride I mean we've already seen you release today the streaming figures your tubbins now been out for three days, three days. and it's on 30,000 north of 30,000 streams um, and I've seen the last time I checked yesterday I think it was added to like nearly 800 playlists or something and I mean just people seem to really really be loving it and so someone tweeted me being like, Elsha, is there crack in this song? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's gone as, as well as I possibly could have hoped for. Regardless of like how far it goes, I'm just so happy with the response it's received. 100%. Kind of lastly, to wrap this up, really, just a, a bit of a fun question. Obviously, your brother is a massive Eurovision fan. Yes. Uh, have you ever watched any of the other national finals? Has he ever kind of roped you into anything else? Obviously, Eurosong aside, have you ever yeah. watched bad national finals that goes on throughout Europe? I have seen clips, but I haven't properly sat down and, and watched one. I did watch, you know, like Ireland's one last year. Over Christmas, my brother was trying to get me to watch the national finals like in, in other countries. But I didn't want to because it was going to make me too nervous. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm I'm very excited for our national final because I just think the lineup is so strong. There's something for everyone. And I know that I'm competing and obviously I'd love to win, obviously. But it's like just going to be so cool to see what everyone does. And I think it's going to be an awesome show. Yeah, I think whatever happens, Gatubin is a song that you can be so, so proud of. I know that for a lot of Irish fans, the group chats were just going absolutely insane when it premiered on Ray Darcy and <laughs> people have really rallied behind it. It's something that is so refreshing and so needed. And just like from the perspective of an Irish Eurovision fan, thank you so much because you have opened up a door for 
alternative music and alternative artists to show that Eurosong is ready for that step where it isn't just kind of a ballad or a pop song. The, the thank future. you so much and, and thank you as well for like you know tweeting at me and being like just enter something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my next step yeah. is to add to your brother because i know that your brother he's specializes in albanian folk music right he does yeah i want your brother <laughs> to go for festival Kengish, which is the <laughs> albanian national final so tell him from me yeah yeah you know, no i will i will i think i've seen some some people tweet that at him as well so no it's <laughs> i think great. i was one of them actually oh really oh actually <laughs> something i can say is that we're hoping that pather will be involved in eurosong so Ooh. that'll be Ooh. exciting. So, but that's all I'm telling you. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Elsha, I just have to say thank you so much for popping on. It has been absolutely lovely to chat with you. And all I can say is best of luck on January 26th. Thank you so much, guys. And we will be watching. We'll be watching together, actually, Adam, won't we? We will. We're in Sofia for for oh, we're in no Sofia way. to watch Ireland. That's um, that's amazing. Yeah, we're visiting a friend over there. Um, and God bless him. He's a Bulgarian guy. <laughs> um, he was already asking for when the Ailsha merch is coming out. So, oh, you know, we we have a few ideas that might involve an Ailsha stamp. That was, I think, people were tweeting that the day I went on Ray Darcy. They were saying, like, put Elsha on a stamp. So my friend made a stamp and we're like, should we make it merch? We don't know, but we'll see. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Elsha, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. We will be back very, very soon. I think our next podcast actually will be the post Eurosong review. So make sure to tune in for that, guys. It's our first in-person podcast together. So very excited for that. Once again, thank you so much, Elsha. And best of luck on January 26th. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Don't forget, guys, you can go on our website, phoenixcfc.com. We're writing lots of articles and content at the minute about all of the national finals going on. Don't forget to follow us at the Phoenix ESC as well to see all of our content and see new episodes. And we will be starting spaces up again very soon, which I know the Phoenix listeners are really big fans of the spaces we do. And yeah, just extending my thanks as well, Alsha, for appearing on the podcast. And let this be a lesson to those of you listening. If you've got a favourite artist and you want them to go for Eurovision, Nag them incessantly like Adam did because they might just say yes. Yes, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) We will see you very soon where we will either be cheering or weeping inconsolably. And we want (laughs) all that shit us. Bye, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Someone tweeted me being like, Elsha, is there crack in this song?